0: no loyalty except loyalty to the party.
1: They're so threatened by
0: the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. Safe spaces Help!
1: One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric, and I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so,
2: you've come to the wrong place, because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement.
0: Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, David.
0: I'm Wolfie.
2: Throwing a few clips together today, trying to cover what happened this week. All I can see, and what I keep seeing every day, is just the how bad the market is crashing. We're we're technically in a bear market right now um, because we've crossed that S and P twenty percent decline for the year.
0: It just keeps going down and down, right? Because I mean, instead of just going all at once, it's just kind of doing a little bit at a time.
2: <laughs> well, it's been falling pretty hard. Um, Meet Kevin. He's one that I follow quite a bit on. uh, He actually thinks that we're not just going to go into a recession. He thinks that we're actually going to go into a depression, a great big depression. Hmm. And it's uh, he blamed, well, not all of it. A lot of it is the basic is the money supply, is the the amount of money that's been generated in the last two years. Our M1 money supply... Is you know it's just cruising, 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 cruising until you hit twenty twenty one, and then it just you know skyrockets. We well that's sort of the last thing I saw was eight. I think it was eighty percent of all money that's in existence right now. Not I mean not talking paper bills or anything. The M one money that's out there. Mm-hmm. um Has been created in the last eighteen months, you know, just off of supply and demand. I mean, you crank up the supply of something, the value of it has to drop.
0: Just don't know how to run a country, right? Don't well, know how to run an economy. They, because I mean,
2: financially, yeah, they don't they know what they're doing.
0: We're constantly trying to. Yeah. I,
2: I mean, they they like social I mean, programs. back through history. When you have when when you like social programs that you want to just give money away and you know there's an argument to say well we want to help people we don't want these things happening but when you when you really look at it that the money that's given away is your money it's my money it's everybody's money Mm -hmm. everybody that is contributing and working and and generating money (laughs) that pays into taxes Every penny that's spent, the government doesn't own anything. They don't generate. Well, they have the last two years made a lot of money, but they're just making it. It, you know, it's not money that is exchanging hands. It's just that no, we just add some, you know, digitally. Here we go. We just added some zeros. They
0: they create the supply of money that right. other people earn. Through right, their hard work and labor. And then, of course, to earn someone's hard work labor, the government takes it back and starts giving it to other people. And so that, like you said, people that love social programs—basically, those are just vote-buying machines, is all right. they
2: are. But while we were sitting here, I got a uh, a Wall Street Journal article popped up notification on my phone: "How the Fed and the Biden administration got inflation wrong." <laughs> which I just thought was funny that it popped up at the same time. but
0: That we're talking about it? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: But here is uh, a clip of them. I really
1: doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic al- analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. <laughs> Transitory. And the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and, and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the
2: way. It's on highly unlikely that's going to be long term inflation that's going to get out of hand.
1: I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. Over the last couple of months, uh, we actually saw it trended downward. President Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, enthusiastically retweeted an economist who had said, in part, most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chains, et cetera, are high-class problems.
0: What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs>
1: oh my God, <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, the number one thing that the president can do is help get COVID under control. Uh, that, we know, is the root cause of inflation. President Biden this afternoon saying he thinks we're at the peak of the crisis right now and that lower prices are on the way. The inflation has everything to do with this much. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize
2: Putin's price hike here at home. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, re- undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts.
1: Ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. Gas is up, rent is up, food is up,
0: everything.
2: Nobody saw it coming. I
0: don't understand. They never look at the negative impacts of their policies. Right. They never do. And when their Office of Budget and Management or whatever it is that projects things for them, they're not allowed to look at the actual real-world data. All they want to know, all the politicians want to know is if we propose this much tax and there's this many, you know, uh, how much money are we going to get out of this? That's all they want to know. That's the bottom line for them. We knew this was going to happen, but we did it anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just stupid. People It's like, like Han-
2: Hanlon's razor. They, you know, they are. Yeah, Hanlon's razor is, you know, the rule.
0: They're in touch with their feelings, though.
2: Is you never attribute to malice that which you adequately adequately can be explained by stupidity.
0: Yeah, of course they lie all the time anyway, so I guess it doesn't (laughs) really matter about that. I don't, so, know. I don't know.
2: Here's another little clip. Now, inflation just hit a new 40-year high. The overall CPI is up 8.6% since last year. Gas is up almost 49%. Fuel, 106%. Meat, poultry, and fish, 13%. Milk, 16%. Eggs, 32%. Coffee, 15%. Used cars, 16%. Airline fare, 38%. Real average hourly earnings down Three percent. So the so like the uh, the CPI data came out last week, and that's <clears throat> that's when the market last week took a dive because they were expecting, or they keep saying, "Oh, it's going to you know, inflation has been slowly growing. at seven point eight percent, you know, seven point nine, eight point one, and and there that's what they were kept saying. Well, now they were expecting it to dip, but start dipping back down. But it's still not. It's still continuing to grow. Um, let's go ahead and jump into the next little story I had, which is, I can't remember. I, don't, I, I didn't think we had talked about it last week. I kind of couldn't remember exactly when it happened. The Kavanaugh, the guy uh, that went to kill Kavanaugh. That was last week. Yeah. Did we talk about it, was it last, last week? The
0: last week. It, it was like, I think, Thursday or Friday. Okay. I don't, think, I don't know if we did or not.
2: So I couldn't remember exactly what day we recorded. But either way, if we hadn't talked about it. it might have happened on a... Might have happened Friday.
0: I think it might have happened Thursday or Friday, yeah.
2: But uh, I got a clip of the 911 call that the uh, shooter made.
1: All right, breaking right now, we have just received the 911 call from the man charged with attempted murder against Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. The call is from Wednesday morning when 26-year-old Nicholas Rosky spills the details of his plan to a dispatcher. And you said you came from California. Do you know someone down here? Brett Kavanaugh. You said red, like the color? Rex. Rex. The Supreme Court Justice. Okay. And you came alone? Correct. Okay. And what were you uh, coming to do? Just to hurt yourself and him, or what was going to happen? Correct.
2: You know, because you could play all of the the Lori Lightfoot clips and all of the, well, Chuck Schumer, all of them have, were throwing out, you know, all because of the Ro, Roe v. Wade stuff, the leak. Mm-hmm. Threatening, which. An inflammatory. Lo- right. Lori Lightfoot's to me, was really aggressive because she was, you know, she, she actually used the term as a call to arms. And uh, I think I got a clip. Uh, yeah, um, there was a, a reporter called her out on it.
0: I was actually uh, listening to a person, and they were saying that the protesters that are the protesting that had been going on around the Kavanaugh's residence had went away. Yeah, and then this guy shows up, and he didn't he didn't fulfill his mission, or he right was, was stopped. And then the very next day, the protesters were back. Tell me that's not some right. warning, uh, like, threat. It's like, oh, okay.
2: And there was no media coverage of the shooter. Yeah. Or the attempted at shooter.
0: I mean, it, it, well, the only place I heard about it was through conservative media.
2: Right. But, I mean, even, like, Fox News that's didn't do a story on it. CNN, of course, CNN, MSNBC, any of the main news didn't do. I, I got a clip of uh, Bill Maher talking about that too. Here,
1: point is, I think your point, and I, the point I would agree with is, uh, the New York Times buried this. Yeah, it was like a this tiny had been, thing been a, below the fold. If This had been a liberal Supreme Court justice that someone came to kill. It After would have been you. on the. It would have been on the front page, and that's what's so disappointing about a paper like the New York Times. Because they just wear their bias on their sleeves, and they—if it's not part of something that feeds our narrative—fuck it.
2: It didn't make the boat go faster, as we talked about before. So it's not—it wasn't part of their agenda. It, it there's no need in even discussing it because there's no such thing as journalism anymore. Everything is uh, is media storytelling to uh, to get to an end. But yeah, this reporter called out Lori Lightfoot on basically asking her if she was going to retract you know that tweet that called to arms and um, just listen to her the arrogance she has will you recall rescind your violent tweet to uh, call to arms. Now
1: let him, yes let, him, no. let, him let him talk. No, no, no. The more will he talks, you, the more stupid he sounds. Please continue. Will that. you rescind
2: your call to arms tweet in the light of the mass <laughs> shooting in downtown Chicago? So, as stupid as you think that may be.
1: Somehow, the the call to arms, a call to action that I issued in the context of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and basically turn back the clock 50 years' time where women are not going to be able to be in control of their, of their bodies? No, sir. I will, not, I will not stand down. I will not retreat because women in this country are not going to stand for some unelected body to tell us that we don't have the right to control the circumstances and the where in which we uh, produce our children.
2: Because she does think that is something that violence would just be justified for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. But violence is not the way. So you didn't say that. No. She very easily could have. Oh, yeah. So basically, she's telling the people out there that, uh, hey, this one didn't work or this one didn't succeed, but maybe the next time it will. That's what I'm hearing from her. Oh, yeah. All because she doesn't believe that abortion should be a state issue, which should be decided at each. I mean, if these people really did believe that we were a democracy and that the majority ruled, then the fact that the Supreme Court was going to over-review and send that decision back to the states for the states to make the decision on whether or not it's going to be legal or illegal in each individual 50 state, then they wouldn't have a problem with it. Because, you know, we're supposedly a democracy and you send it back to the states, the states put a referendum on their ballot, abortion legal in, let's say, Virginia or illegal in the state of Virginia. You let the people vote on it, you bring it in. Oh, look here, the majority of people in the state of Virginia, we don't want abortion. So that's going to be the law of Virginia. We're not going to have abortion because that's what the majority of the people want. Let's say somewhere else like New York, they decide, hey, we think, you know, abortion should be legal. And so they, you know, if they were actually, if they actually did believe what they thought about us being a democracy, they would allow that debate. But they don't want to allow that debate.
2: Um, Jake Paul put out a tweet. Him and his brother Logan, you know, they're big YouTubers, social media which Jake Paul is becoming a pretty good pro fighter now, boxer. But uh, he put out a tweet. And just because they have such a big following, I think he's got something like 24, 25 million followers on Twitter. So when they tweet something out, it you know it gets hit to a pretty big audience. Um, but here's what his was. He wrote Biden's accomplishments. One, highest gas prices. Two, worst inflation. Three, plummeting crypto prices. Four highest rent prices ever. Five created incomprehensible language. Um, and said, if you're reading this and voted for Biden and you still don't regret it, then you are the American problem. Here's Justin Trudeau, everybody's favorite. Here's his statement on you know because last week, um, issued that uh, the referendum, I guess that they're uh, they're basically outlawing um, the transfer of handguns they're going to they're trying to work handguns out of the system. So now in Canada mm-hmm. it's against the law to buy, sell, trade, transfer person to person um handguns. N- there won't be any more legally um coming into the country transferring between people. If you got them, which what it did is it drove what remaining guns were before it went into effect sold like crazy. I mean every gun shop was selling out of everything they had, but here's uh, in an interview he did this week too, um, him talking about it. Which, um, if you live in Canada, to me is a scary thought. Here you go. You can't use a gun for
1: self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. You can get it for sport shooting. you can Take it to the range, uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background checks. So you can't
2: use a gun in Canada for self-protection.
0: What if the bad guy that is attacking you has one? Too bad. How much sense does that make? Yeah, none. I found a rather really interesting uh, story, and it's let's see, it's called uh, Gun Prevent Thousands of Crime Every Day Research Shows. And yeah. it actually gives some statistics in it.
2: Yeah, the FBI, Yeah, their stats, as they put out, say it, it stops between... An, uh, one and a half on the real conserv- one and a half million on the real conservative side to as high as three million. Um
0: Well, they give a, an estimate in in between those two, they say uh guns prevent an estimated two point five million crimes yeah. a year. That's six thousand eight hundred and forty nine crimes every day.
2: Yeah. And that's that's the reported ones. So it's gotta be a lot higher than that.
0: Yeah. Also, in this, it also said that 60% of convicted felons admitted that they avoided committing crimes when they knew the victim was armed. Yeah. 40% of convicted felons admitted that they avoided committing crimes when they thought the victim might be armed.
2: That's why it's gun-free zones do not work.
0: Exactly. Felons also reported that they avoided entering houses where, when, where people... Are at home because they fear being shot.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
0: and also fewer than one percent of firearms are used in the commission of a crime.
2: But here's those those thirty one people. Idaho police arrest thirty one people with ties to a hate group.
1: And from Colorado was among a group of white nationalists arrested outside a pride event this afternoon. Officers found this group inside a U haul truck with shields, shin guards, and other
2: feds. Feds. Feds.
1: The riot here.
2: The 31
0: men who were arrested on charges of conspiracy to commit a riot. Investigators say this group identified as part of Patriot Front. The Anti-Defamation League describes Patriot
1: Front as a white supremacist group that believes their ancestors conquered America and bequeathed it to them.
2: Okay. First of all, you as an officer, Wolfie. Mm-hmm. Um. If you had, because uh, here, here, okay, here's the video of them opening it first when they first found them. It
0: appeared them. to be an operations plan that would seem to indicate that this group had other plans.
2: It is clear. So U-Haul full of these guys just standing in there. None, none of, no one was armed. Mm-hmm. They had shield. They had like riot shields and one smoke grenade or smoke. Yeah, bomb. There's a couple of better shots of them. They had them all. They're all dressed the same. They're all wearing the blue, the navy blue shirt with the khaki pants and the like military boots, the khaki cap and the white um mask. Uh-huh. Okay? They have them all. There like I said there's a better picture of them all on the ground when they've got them after they've cuffed them. W- would you have them all together. What's one of the first thing, when you when you arrest a group of people? What would be one of the separate first things? Separate them. You um, separate them. Would you keep them all with their mask on? Because they leave them all with their mask no. on, covering their face. They a lot of them are no, still man. wearing backpacks. I mean, I don't know. You're the officer.
0: You definitely you search, you segregate, and you to the masks.
2: Yeah, which everybody. Here's
0: my thing, if they didn't, if they, if all they had in there was some riot shields and a smoke bomb, and they were going to go do a counter protest, do these people not have the constitutional right? As much as you may hate that they're a white supremacist group, do they not have the right to go and disagree with an LGBTQ person?
2: Um. Oh yeah, I would. Well, not in the minority report no. pre-crime world that we live in Are, i mean this
0: is clearly a violation of the constitutional rights this free speech i would think if they were going to commit any acts of violence all and you can use a shield to protect yourself from a violent people not necessarily and that can be used offensively and defensively i'm not going to leave that i'm not going to you know, right, not say right. that the shield can be used both ways but until they actually do something then they're just, and it doesn't matter what group they belong to, they're just average citizens, right? Going to counter protest, they have a right to say and to counter protest.
2: The the big conspiracy Period. is um, that they're all feds. That they're uh, oh, I think you're. This is all fake right anyway. Um, first of all,
0: yeah. Well, I, okay. I, now, we'll think about it. Here's something that goes along with that line if they are feds then they're gonna leave their masks on because heaven forbid you know you take a picture of one of them and then run it through a database and find out hey this guy works for the fbi hey this guy works for the fbi hey this guy's a u.s marshal or something along those lines
2: because there's officers and all of a sudden you're there's officers everywhere after that there's officers surrounding yeah. this and when they open it up mm-hmm. and realize that there's packed full of people nobody reacts Yep. I mean they open the door and everybody just stands there mm-hmm. and then the one guy starts telling them to get down to get out And
0: how did they find out about this uh, U-Haul they,
2: they said that they received an anonymous tip
0: isn't that convenient yep
2: yeah. And then, uh, but you know, January sixth is a big thing this week. Well, it was Friday, and then
0: oh my gosh, the story I heard today—I was on my way home from the gym—and the defensive coordinator for the Washington Redskins, which they now have a different name. Yeah, they. Uh, I'm he not was. Sure what it is? Yeah, I saw that. But he actually—the only thing he did—and he he said, he said, "How come? You know, it was he was just asking a question of why we're treating the January sixth riot." differently than all the other riots that happened last year. Right. That's all you ask. And it's a pretty you know, it's it's a decent question. You know that the organization that he works for fined him, I think, a hundred thousand thousand, yeah. Just for simply just for simply asking that question. Yeah. It's just wrong.
2: Yeah, because nobody died at the January 6th except for Ashley Babbitt, who was who was shot, shot, shot by an officer by with no investigation, no, uh, nope. no committee. No, if I was her family, I would be suing like crazy. Um, but then of course this, you know, here's the one that everybody keeps bringing up Ray Epps, which is this guy, which I remember I watched this video live. Uh, Elijah Schaefer was the one who was right here shooting this video. I remember that guy coming up and talking to that young guy, and then that young guy immediately just starts freaking out, slamming the uh, gate, and this is the very first, if you want to use the word, breach, the first time they breached a barricade, but this guy here, and there's videos of him the night before.
1: Okay, folks, grab the word. As soon as the president's done speaking, we go to the Capitol. The Capitol's this direction. Yeah.
2: I was trying to find, there's there a clip of him the night before.
0: Tried that. Yeah, right this is over. it. We already tried that. It's over. No, 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 no. Yeah. Tomorrow, you're in the minority, my friend. No, Every- no, no, yes, no, you no. No, yes, you are. No, no. Yes, you are.
2: Because he's yelling for everybody, tomorrow, we have to I'm get inside fan. the Capitol.
0: I know what we've been doing hasn't worked. Yeah. So I'm gonna put it out there. I'm probably gonna go to jail for Okay, tomorrow we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. No! No! Fed! 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 Fed!
2: And then there's this photo. This could be photoshopped. Who Who knows? The claim is he is FBI. Um, and mm-hmm. here's a. Uh,
1: How many FBI agents? or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, did, any did any FBI agents or confidential, agents informants, or confidential informants actively, actively informants participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or, 6th, yes or, no? 6th, yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents did or FBI confidential agents informants, agents informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? 6th can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? Epps. I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, there are a lot of people who are understandably very concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered, and there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, Fed, 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 Fed. Ms. Sandburn was Ray Epps a Fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day, the next day, on January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that.
2: I cannot answer that.
0: Well, what I don't understand is why that they're not holding that individual for contempt of Congress she's been called before this body to answer questions and she's not answering questions, legitimate questions that are being put to her. Right. She could have said, yes, there were people. Cause she's had right. FBI people there, but she didn't, she they didn't ask her to name names. No. They just said, did you have any FBI officers there? Yes or no. It's a very easy question to answer. And she could have said yes or no without compromising anybody's right. You know,
2: so well, I wouldn't
0: be outing an officer.
2: The simple answer, if there weren't, would be no. Exactly. um So, if there weren't,
0: but she can't, she can't say no if they were actually there. Because if they were there, she says no. Now right. She's lied to Congress.
2: Right. Because her only option with a no would be there's no negative for for answering truthfully a no. Right. So that in and of itself means that it had to be a yes.
0: Yes, but I hate these people that are supposedly supposed to be working for the government.
2: right: Well, even him, even Ray Epps, calls them, she said she knew when, who he was. Even the
0: government calls him to, to account, and they don't answer the questions it puts to them.
2: Right. But yeah, like, yeah, even with yeah, Ray Epps, she said she knew who he was. I mean, she knew about him, uh-huh. she knew the so you would think if he is Fed, she would know. Right, and if he's not, there's no negative in saying no. He's not. You're right. Oh well, I guess we can jump off of here. Sweet. I'm going to go eat some chicken.
0: Sounds good to me, man. Enjoy your chicken.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Colin and Renee are supposed to come over Wednesday. We're going to record.
0: Ooh, what are y'all going to record?
2: Uh, talk about their their. We're going to do a podcast episode about their uh, Yeti race. Renee ran the Yeti last week.
0: Running. Did she finish? Yeah, the so well, she did the miles?
2: she did the fifty mile.
0: What Yeti race was it?
2: The Yeti fifty. Oh, they do it in June, Which and they do the hundred in September.
0: It's in the same place. Same place. It's happening.
2: Yeah, it's just half of the course. Oh,
0: okay.
2: Yeah, same Jason Green and same person puts on the race. It's just they do it. <laughs> they started out when they were doing the hundred. And then they started in June doing a training run in June each year for everybody that was in the race. Um, it's kind of like we'll do a 50 K or they were doing a 50 K, which is just from white top down to Abingdon, just the one trip, um, as like a training run in June for everybody to come and we'll all run together and it'll be, everybody gets that way you get a little experience on the, on the creeper trail. If you've never been there before and, uh, um, and then it kind of evolved into, hey, well, while we're everybody doing this, let's just make a race out of it. So then they started doing <laughs> the 50K and the 50 mile. I I ran the 50 mile the first year they did it officially as a race. That was the only year I ran it. I finished it. Mm-hmm. Like 12.15, I think, something like that. 12 hours.
0: So how long does it normally take you to get from White Top to Evans?
2: Uh, I've done the fastest I've ever done. And is like seven Abedin, something
0: where the trail starts there in Abedin.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Where
0: where the trail starts in Abedin. Is that where y'all go to?
2: Yeah. That's where we turn around at. Where yeah.
0: That, uh, I don't know what would, uh, that little, where the train is side street where the railroad tracks come across. Yeah. 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 That's where you, that's where you go to. Right.
2: Right. That's where we run the five K unit. We've run the five K there down to there. But yeah, you start at White Top and then down to okay. uh, Avenue where we run the five k. Remember, we ran that dog one there that day, or whatever it was for some shelter right. thing or something. So um,
0: your best your best time is is,
2: is seven, seven and like four. seven yeah seven. It's thirty three and a third miles.
0: Yeah, so that's more than a freaking uh, that's more than a marathon.
2: Yeah, I'm slow in a marathon, but my, my I've never actually so run an official 33 marathon. And third. Now, my best half time, I run uh, my half marathon time is uh, 208, is my fastest half marathon time. And, and eight minutes? Yeah, that was in uh, Jonesboro.
0: I'm just curious. So it's 33 and a third miles from, and so that's how they get 100. That's how they get the yeah. 100 mile out of it. You come yeah. down, you go back up, and then you come back down and you're done.
2: Right. And for the 50, they do, you run. Um, White Top to Abingdon back to Damascus because that's 50 Because from White Top down okay. is 18 to Damascus. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right. all right. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive.com and on Twitter at Socially Sense. Thanks again, and see you next time.
0: Somebody pray for me. The homies in the sky go to wait for me. I can smell your lies. Watch what you say to me. Cause I'd have seen a lot of shit that I could never talk about.